0: Blog
1: talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Astrologer Bill Attride Radio Show. I'm Bill Attride, uh, and today is our fifth show of 2021. And today I thought I'd do a little something different than we've been doing for the last several shows where we've been talking about very general conditions for the world and for the USA and very long-term and, and shorter-term historical perspectives. And I thought it'd be nice to sort of bring this into focus uh, with a look at the three leaders of the executive and legislative branches of government in the U.S. right now, that's President Joe Biden and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and House Majority Leader Nancy Pelosi, and see what their charts um, have to say about them, a little thumbnail sketch on them, and what's happening in their charts now and how that connects to what's happening out there uh, in the heavens in terms of the general conditions. And. Um, and so will that be our main topic today. And of course, uh, once I've done that, you are welcome to call in uh, with any question, whether about that topic or something related to it, or if you have questions about your own chart or someone else's chart, you can certainly uh, talk to me about that. And um, just give me your first name when you call in and also... Um, uh, any information I need, such as if you're looking at your chart or someone else's, I would need at least a birth date and a place of birth. That's fine. And if, but if you have a time of birth as well, then I can tell you that much more. Um, and if you want to talk, suggest other topics or questions or areas to cover in future sessions or future uh, shows, you can certainly uh, just email me. Uh, Bill at tried at Gmail dot com is my email. That's B.I.L.L a t t r i d e at gmail.com or you could certainly message me through the various platforms on facebook and instagram and twitter and all all the above all the different media platforms that we utilize nowadays um and uh and that'd be great. Uh, and if, you, of course, if you would like to get your own personal reading, which is what I do six days a week, uh, you certainly can do that by contacting me and setting up and arranging that. I can send you materials as to what uh, that would entail and your different options for getting a reading about your chart and, and anyone else's. Um, and and so with just a, a few announcements before we get into the actual uh, show today, um, I broadcasted, I think, twice now. Uh, Something starting tomorrow, Monday, May 3rd, that the Illumination Summit begins tomorrow, running from May 3rd through Sunday, May 14th. Is it May 14th? Whatever, something like that. Uh, and, and, uh, and, you and know, May 17th, I said, if it's going through the Sunday, that would, tastes, oh, man, oh, well, I know to my say, yeah, whatever. Um, anyways, uh, for the next couple of weeks. Uh, and it's free, and you can use the link in my blog postings to sign up to listen to all these wonderful speakers. And I believe my chat with Susan, the host of the summit, should air or is scheduled to air on Thursday, the May 13th, Okay um so yeah it would be sunday may 19th or so whatever it is i don't know what, what the final day is um also coming up this may astrologically well actually just this past week on april 26 we had a full moon uh in the time of taurus where we're in the sign of taurus now and that would be the sun in taurus with the moon in scorpio which many in the world consider the buddha full moon or the celebration of what they call wisak and a full moon is always powerful, but especially so when in fixed signs we find and and more than a few clients I had this past week reported very strong and challenging experiences with regards to the meaning of that full moon, which concerns birth, death, and rebirth um, then for this month in may we we have a few of the, the first of three oppositions. We just had them, one of them, of Neptune to the USA Neptune on May 1st. And the next two are happening on August 21st and then on March 1st of 2022. We've been talking a lot about those alignments and how important they are in, in U.S. history and for us now. We will have a total eclipse, a lunar eclipse, uh, coming up here at the next full moon of May 26, And eclipse moons are even a little more special as our solar eclipses, that's not until June. Um, and that eclipse of the moon will be uh, with the sun in Gemini and the moon in Sagittarius. And also uh, one last thing, we will also begin uh, later this month at the end of May, May 29th and running till June 22nd will be the next Mercury retrograde period. Uh, However, those of you who are more sensitive will begin to note perhaps a shift in planetary energies in the period leading up to the actual retrograde, and that should begin around May 14th when Mercury enters what is called the, the retrograde zone, which is the degree to which Mercury will retrograde back to before it turns direct again on June 22nd. Okay um so so let's turn to our topic today and and what i have to say is we we have examined over the last few shows the importance of the outer planetary conditions that are active in the world generally and with regards to the u.s and u.s history so i thought it might we might want to take this moment to look at these influences in a more individual way and see how these same planets are influencing some of the most significant actors upon our historical stage now in the United States. What is remarkable about our moment in the USA right now is that we find ourselves with the executive and legislative branches being led by three Democrats. The last time this was true was in the period 2009 to 2011, which was in the first half of Obama's first term. now astrologically, what was true then is also true now in one respect, and that the planet Jupiter once again is in Aquarius as it is every 12 years or so. So I thought it would be interesting to examine the charts for the three leaders of the United States government, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, and Joe Biden. Let us look at each of their charts and see what they bring to this moment as individuals and as a team and look at the planetary influences they are experiencing this year. Given the critical importance of what is happening generally in the world with the passage of Pluto in Capricorn and Neptune in Pisces and Uranus in Taurus, and especially so for the chart of the USA, we will want to see what these planets indicate in each of their charts at this time. So let's begin with Chuck Schumer, who is the Senate Majority Leader and a key player right now because... Uh, The House will uh, work up bills, but they have to pass to the Senate, which is 50-50, and then be signed or not into law by the president. So his role is critical. Uh, Chuck Schumer is born with what we call in astrology, the pattern of the chart, is what's called a splay pattern. Uh, And that means the planets are scattered around the wheel and form a highly integrated pattern. And I always tell clients who have this pattern that they have a much more unique approach to life and they're able to pull together various things that sometimes don't seem related and make sense of it. So in times of where for others are greater confusion or they don't understand what's happening, people with splay patterns see through the confusion and see the underlying order of things. And so they have, can come up with rather unusual or, or significant uh, insights and, and, and actions or solutions because of that ability. Chuck Schumer is a Sagittarius uh, with his sun in the 10th house and his moon at the Nader in Taurus and a rising sign of Capricorn. But with that ruler of Jupiter rising in Aquarius in his first house, um, he is a, he's a fire dominant chart um, with uh, that Sagittarian energy and, and other placements in his chart that gives him more of a fire element than anything else which makes him very idealistic. But he's also firm because he has a lot of uh, firm planets in his chart, yet more than not, he would be an adaptable person because he has more mutability in his chart or more mutable planets in his chart uh, than many do. Um, The significant aspects in his chart right now uh, would be that um, he has Pluto, um, the outermost planet, is actually right now transiting his Dharma-Karma line in 2021 and 2022. And that will make him feel as if a date with destiny for him has arrived. It is his time to reap the fruits of his past actions and move closer to his life purpose. This moment could be that time when Schumer's personal destiny aligns with a great moment in history moreover and perhaps even more significant is that pluto is actually coming across his ascendant this year his rising sign and also next year as well pluto is the planet of the will and willpower and control and Schumer will feel now the call to more deeply identify himself with a spiritual cause and or political moment he will be more uncompromising and steadfast as he frees himself from conventional ideas and actions, and he will find himself personally transformed as that alchemical energy of Pluto transforms the critical position that he holds in the world right now. Meanwhile, Neptune is trining his midheaven, which means that he will see his faith, vision, and dream becoming more of a reality now, especially if his purpose is formed and guided by the greater common good. This is a time where the dedication and sacrifice for a cause will lead to very real progress for the larger social order that he serves. And then Uranus, which is the third uh, of the outermost planets, is trining his Mars. Uh, the planet of action and desire and this will help him to achieve his goals by acting in creative and innovative ways to fulfill his ambitions provided his goal and purpose is guided by the intention to help establish greater freedom and self-fulfillment for others people will notice that Schumer is not acting like his old self and he is likely to succeed if he blazes a new path and does things that he would not have tried before. It is if his belief that he could not do something prevented him from even trying before, but now he is free to pursue the path not taken. Okay. Well, Nancy Pelosi, uh, the the Speaker of the House, the head of the House uh, in our government, Uh, It has a pattern that is called locomotive, which means the planets are through two thirds of the chart and one third remains open and empty. And people like that have this locomotive energy propelling them upwards and outwards. As long as they have a vision and dream and goal, they're reaching up to. And the leading edge of that pattern is often critical. And for her, it's Mercury, the planet of the mind and, and communications leading her through life. She is also a fire dominant person um, in in terms of her makeup, but she has a lot of earth in her chart. So she's an idealist and a pragmatist um, with her son in the eighth house in Aries uh, and Aries being the first sign is definitely a sign for leadership. And it's interesting. She is a fire sign as is uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, Sagittarius and Aries. And her moon is at the nadir of her chart. Also, But it's in the sign of Scorpio. So his moon, Chuck, is in Taurus and her moon's in Scorpio, almost exactly opposite one another. And yet um, Chuck's moon in Taurus is on Nancy's Venus and Yerman in Taurus at the top of her chart. So all these linkages between their charts that would make them be rather good and sensitive and cooperative with one another. Um, Though they are different, there is more alike here than not. Um, And her rising sign is the sign of Leo, again, another sign of leadership. And Neptune, the planet of vision and dream and inspiration, is her rising planet. She is idealistic, but she's also very pragmatic and very fixed. She is very purposeful, very determined in terms of her makeup, Um, more so than the adaptable Chuck Schumer, I would argue, um, uh, but she's very fixed and purposeful to the point of being unyielding with her fixed planets being dominant. So what are her aspects now? Well, for her, Pluto is trining her sun sign ruler, the planet Mars. Pelosi will feel powerful and purposeful during this period. She is. This is a moment for her when what seemed impossible, Mars is what you're reaching for and trying to get to, will be accomplished. In fact, I tell people with Pluto on their Mars, this is a time when Mission Impossible is certainly possible and you're gonna surprise others and yourself with what you can do. What would have been, uh, what most people would have found to be a most challenging task right now will seem easy for her. This is one of those special moments when Pelosi can achieve her life's ambitions, especially with regards to actions and goals Dedicated to rebirth, renewal, and regeneration. Again, all keywords for the planet Pluto. Neptune, meanwhile, is opposite to her Neptune in 2021 and 2022. And yes, this is the same aspect that is occurring in the chart of the United States. For an individual, this will happen only in their early 80s and marks a time of great significance for anyone spiritually. The elevation of her conscience and consciousness to an even higher plane is possible. And so that she may experience the unity of not just humans for one another, but for all life, and it is deeply felt and that guides her now. For many, this moment marks a period of great spiritual awakening and compassion and of empathy. Meanwhile, Uranus is transiting her 10th house because she has Taurus on her 10th house, which is the house of one's life purpose and career. For those who have followed their truth, this can be a time of even greater self-fulfillment as she more completely reveals her unique contribution to her life's work. With Uranus ruling individuality and innovation, it will be a time for her to reveal her individual specialness of vision in the world, a vision that she has steadily worked towards since the year 2000, when Uranus moved into her seventh house. With Uranus at the top of her chart, this will be a time when Pelosi will reach beyond what appear to be the limits of her efforts up to this point. And by acting through a meaningful and innovative dedication to the task at hand, she will free herself and others from the old world and establish a new one. Meanwhile, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's pattern is also locomotive, like Nancy. But for him, the leading edge is the moon in Taurus. So both he and Nancy are purposeful and driven, have their eyes on the prize. And as long as they steadily follow that prize, uh, they've got this energy driving them to get to where they're going. Um, But for Joe, as opposed to Chuck or Nancy, uh, he has water a lot of water in his chart. And people who are watery are sensitives. They are empathic and compassionate by nature. His sun in Scorpio is in the 12th house. His moon in Taurus is in the 5th. But it's also the rising body of his chart. He has the moon rising, which makes for even greater sensitivity. Um, And with Neptune at his midheaven, the planet That's guiding him in terms of his path in life. Sensitive and compassionate with that water dominance, yet with fixed planets being dominant, it makes him fundamentally determined and unyielding, as is Nancy Pelosi. Well, what are the aspects? Well, for Joe, Pluto right now is opposing the ruler of Biden's sun, which is the planet Jupiter during 2021. Jupiter rules our truth, and Jupiter rules, uh, rules um, uh, uh, his rising sign, uh, of which is Sagittarius, um, and, and so this is a time for him where Biden's determination and drive to attain success this year will be unstoppable, unstoppable as he seeks to bring together the truth, or his truth, that's Jupiter, uh, and reality to make what he thinks ought to be the actual way things are. As long as he wields the power of his office and position for the greater good, he will not be stopped at this time. He, we, cannot force our truth upon others, but it is his duty to fulfill the hopes and dreams of the majority of Americans he has sworn to serve. And this year, he will be unwavering in that service. Meanwhile, Neptune is trining Biden's Mercury, which is the ruler of his 10th house of the career. This will be a year when Biden's compassion and imagination will guide his thoughts and deeds. If it was an artist, and for him, this would be a moment where his reason and his rational mind will combine with his intuitional and compassionate nature to inspire and uplift his audience. His connection to others, his ability to empathize and give voice to their hopes and dreams, to reach them and move them will be very considerable. Many will experience the truth that he feels what they feel. He speaks to their heart and their hopes, and they will know that he is a leader for them at this time. Meanwhile, Uranus is opposite to the ruler of Biden's son, the planet Mars, because Mars rules Scorpio. Uranus is the planet that elicits the individuation process, and in alignment with the planet of action and desire, means that Biden is going to surprise himself and others with the way in which he acts on the world stage right now. He will feel the need to move or act in a very different manner in order to reach his aims and aspirations. He will surprise many who thought they knew how he would act as a leader. I also think it's I believe that given the historic moment we are in, as it determined by the great mutation in Aquarius of Jupiter and Saturn this past December, that it's also important to consider where this conjunction took place in each of their charts, especially when we remember that the chart of the USA has its ruler, given that the USA is in, is in Cancer, that the moon in the USA chart is in the sign of Aquarius. And even more than this, that the moon in a nation's chart rules the people. For Schumer, the mutation was in his first house where both Saturn and Jupiter remain for now. The first house rules our presence in this world and defines the motivations and intentions and creates the persona that a person will move forward with into the world. The way that Schumer will lead now will be a renewed one guided by the Aquarian Age. For Pelosi, the mutation was in her sixth house, which is the house of service and order and would indicate a rededication in her life to the path of service and work at this time. And even more deeply committed by Aquarius, because this is what Aquarius rules, to help and heal communities. For Biden, the mutation was in his second house, which is the house of value and self-worth, which has been reinforced by this Aquarian new age he will experience a renewed commitment to the essential value behind all values, which is at the center of the value of us all and which we all know and live by, and that is unconditional love. So I think this moment in history with these three leaders for us at this time does indicate that a new age has begun or a new age is attempting to be begun by those people who are called upon to be instruments and leaders at this time. But of course, we are all called upon at this time to believe that we can make a new world any and every day. Uh, There's an old phrase that I love to quote sometimes. It's not my phrase. There's no original thoughts down here, of course. And that phrase is that beaten paths are for beaten people. And we are here to be trailblazers and find a new and better way to meet each other, to meet one another's needs, to help each other to thrive and be fulfilled. Because to the extent that any one of us is limited in our self-realization, then all of us are diminished. And so it's incumbent on all of us to foster uh, those conditions which allow the flowering of the human potential and our spirit so that we will meet this moment in the best possible manner and create a better future for those who come after us. Okay. Okay, with all that in, in mind now, let me close that window um, and come back to the window of all you that are waiting for me there. and, And there you are. And I'll bring my other computer over here where I can bring up your charts as I call upon each of you. And I... Uh, I will attempt to um, do so in some some particular order, though I can't say, again, it never tells me who's been holding on longer or less long, so I apologize. That's just the way this thing, once once I click on somebody, then it says something, but it doesn't tell me until I select them, so I have no way of knowing uh, how long you've all been waiting, but I will. But meanwhile, I, I need to first get a little sip of water here, which I always forget to do as I'm, um, in the show and and talking about things and it's um then i once i stop i realize oh my goodness i need some water uh so let me call upon uh, uh someone who's been waiting here for some time i believe and i'm going to uh, uh, mention your area code so you know that i've picked you and uh, there may be some repeats here of area codes but hopefully you'll know i'm calling on you so calling on the first caller here and uh you're on with bill who's this on BHA exfoliant that Help. goes where scrub hello? can uh, you're on with Bill? Hello? Um Yes, hello? hello. I'm 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 calling on you. Who's this? I uh, area code um six five oh
0: it's me oh. okay Yeah I <laughs> know that's, that's <laughs> why okay. I know you don't
1: know that's why I'm like. <laughs> it's okay. Who's this?
0: I'm so sorry, to say thank you. Yes, hi. Hi, this is Gigi. How oh, I'm, are you? Fine.
1: I'm fine. How are you?
0: Good, good. Doing well. So um regarding the Scorpio full moon, um, yeah, so I, I think you have my mm-hmm. card.
1: Okay, let me let me let um, me so you said October twenty. Oh you you said your name is G, Gigi, you said, right? Okay, yeah. sure. Okay, yes, I do have it. Let me pull it up here. And uh okay there it is yes you're october 21st yes i've got it and what can i do for you sure correct
0: yes yeah yeah so uh this is re- around the uh Scorpio full moon uh a friend of mine um re- revealed to me that a gentleman had some interest in me and i was you know taken by surprise <laughs> and i'm just wondering i don't have his birthday unfortunately i wish i did but i'm just wondering as an astrologer um for this to happen around then, does it bear significance? Should I be, uh, I don't know. Should I take this seriously? And, and you know, I'm I'm talking to him, chatting, um, texting. I, we live in separate, like different states, apparently. Okay. I'm just wondering what you what you feel okay this. well um
1: at the full moon the full moon in in taurus and the and the, the the moon sun in taurus the moon in scorpio in your case that was the sun in the 6th house of health and healing and the moon the 12th house of mm-hmm. spiritual awakening and 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 transcendence but what had just happened actually mm-hmm. at the full moon uh was the planet venus which is was in its own sign of taurus also Moved into your seventh house, which is the sign, uh, which is the house of relationship, and what was also happening in this same period mm-hmm. was Mercury was coming over Venus. So literally, in this period of the new, of the full moon, you had a Mercury-Venus conjunction in your house of relationship. So an astrologer would say, "Oh yes, news about a relationship would happen at this time." That doesn't doesn't bear mm-hmm. on. the the nature of the relationship or how well it would be or what will happen in it, of course, Mm -hmm. it only says, Mm -hmm. Yes, you might hear some sort of messaging or communication about Mm -hmm. relationships. So it's certainly not a bad moment or bad Mm -hmm. indicator whatsoever. Um, But beyond that, I I couldn't tell you, Mm -hmm. let me look at what's happening in your progress chart as well at this time. Um, And just see where everything is not just that. i mean sure i mean this this whenever that house becomes activated and really in the next couple of days the sun is going to join venus and mercury there so you'll have several planets marching through that 7th house Mm -hmm. of relationship and activating that realm um so i would say certainly why not you know see what may present itself now you say this person's somewhat far away or not local for you right is that what you mentioned yeah. Not
0: local. Yeah. Middle. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, has that happened to you before? Do you know that that's something that's in a pattern in your life or is that something that's new for you?
0: I think this is fairly new. Uh, and like I said, this just happened the day before the full moon on uh, Saturday. I was hanging uh, out with friends. And uh, so it was a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> and, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> And and apparently I know him, I mean, but I didn't really remember him. I sort of vaguely saw him at a party a while back, but like it never never really spoke. Okay.
1: Well, Mm -hmm. again, I would certainly encourage you um, the fact that there, this, the connection was made for you indicates some kind of blessing or return of energy and Venus being in that seventh Mm -hmm. house means something good was going to come your way through another, whenever that house is activated we're receiving mm-hmm. from others something with mm-hmm. jupiter's there it's the greatest blessings that's once every 12 years but venus is called the lesser benefic, and being in that seventh house means good things will come to me now through other people like this friend making this connection or introduction for you mm-hmm. that fits and mm-hmm. of course we know as well as you mm-hmm. know venus is your ruler so um it's pretty important <laughs> for a libra yeah. um so, right. the, so the fact that it's moving well, to your seventh house right. is another very both it rules that house and rules your sun sign are nice indications, but it cannot be taken as an indicator as to whether this particular person is compatible. Once, yeah. Well, also, well, well, what you can do is once you understand mm-hmm. or know something about their birth date or whatever, you could swing back to me and we could take a look at who they mm-hmm. really are. That that's that's better probably okay. for that purpose. Okay. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Right. I think that's better. I'm just like, I, I didn't want to. Well, no, to no, ready. no, no. It, it, again, I mean, right, mystery.
1: right now you are, I mean, the, the, the theme the theme is in your life right mm-hmm. now is that you're um, in Saturn's in your third house right now. So mm-hmm. this has been a time for you're working on your mind and developing your thought patterns or redeveloping them right now and okay. figuring things out. So it's a very mindful time for you these last couple of years and for another year to come. And meanwhile, for, a year and a half now and another year to come, your progress moons going through Virgo. So it is a time when you are making improvements, corrections and realignments in terms of your emotional nature. Um, So but that also would make you Mm -hmm. with the moon in Virgo more more circumspect or even critical emotionally. That could be of yourself. I mean, so you have to be mindful now that I am. I do want things Mm -hmm. to be, to make sense. I do want things to be ordered well, but I want things to be really what I'm looking for with the moon and Virgos. I want to be at peace. Uh, So my life has to all come together in a way Mm -hmm. that makes sense for me now. And so you're really in a, a time of healing right now emotionally. Okay. Right.
0: And again, oh, that so could. True.
1: And of course, we only can mm-hmm. do so much work by ourselves, and we eventually have to test the waters with others <laughs> to see how well uh, how well exactly. we've worked on our that's patterns true. of what we're yeah. going, we're to give, and what we're looking to receive mm-hmm. with any other, whether an existing relationship or maybe one that's just beginning to start. Um, and um, again, mm-hmm. I mean, what mm-hmm. you're looking for in relationship. On the one hand, you've got Taurus on your seventh house, so you're looking for stability in a relationship, something really that grounds me and stabilizes my life. That's your Taurus in the seventh house. But your Venus, the planet that rules your sun sign and rules that seventh house, is actually in the sign of Sagittarius, which means what I love in my life is to explore, to be with someone who says, let's see what's out there. Let's Mm -hmm. travel to this town next door. Let's walk down a path we haven't walked before. Let's explore this area or in this neighborhood. So though you're looking for something very stable and grounded for well-being in your relationship life, a very important component for you will be that you're also with someone who sees life as a journey of exploration. And they'll explore and they'll explore, mm-hmm. and they'll explore mm-hmm. that and they'll want to explore right. with you. Right. So okay, good. That's good. right. So oh. keep that in mind. <laughs> okay. Well, sounds good, okay. I okay. I will.
0: Okay. I will, definitely. So one uh, Okay, okay, Gigi. It's great talking to you again. <laughs>
1: okay. Sure. Okay. okay bye bye. Thank
0: you. Bye. Thanks.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. Um, all right, let's see. I'm calling on someone nine one seven area code. Um There it is. I've got you now. 917. Hi, it's Bill. Who's this? Hello? 917. Hello? Yes. Yes. You're on with Bill. Hello. Who's this? Um, I heard you respond. Um, 917. The next digits are 972. Does that ring it? Oh, I can hear you. I can hear you. (laughs) Yes. Hi there.
0: Bill. Oh, I wasn't, I was Well, like, well, that's no you. You have it's to have mom, you have to have faith. Sorry, you have to Alex. have faith,
1: faith. Okay. Well, I hope I'm so. I'm very lucky. Uh, um, six twenty-sixty-eight. Okay, uh, oh, um, your voice sounds very familiar uh, to me, but oh, I do know you. Okay. Um, oh, you know me. Let me see. I, I, well, let me see what I've got in my database here. Uh, <laughs> And okay. Um, oh, I know who you are. Yes. Of course you do. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah. what can I what can I do for you today?
0: Okay. Well, we sort of touched on this on the personal reading, but I just want to know that in the next couple of months, um, it having to do with any legal issues. Do you see any legal things in my not too distant future?
1: Mm. Um hold on, did I get I don't know if I got the right chart. What's you what did you say the date was? Um six twenty nineteen sixty eight. Uh oh there we go. I see what it is. Sometimes it lists people by their first names and sometimes by their last names, and so I get all confused. Okay, so here we go. Um, good, I've got you now. So um your your question is about legal question, is that what you said?
0: Legal? yeah
1: okay mm-hmm.
0: yeah do you can you see that you can see
1: that right sure no no yeah. you, you You. can see well if you know how to look you can probably see everything but um, I won't claim right. to be that right. powerful <laughs> but still you can see you can see <laughs> a lot, a lot. <laughs> we, we wish well no I think that's just beyond any human comprehension but still we do what we can <laughs> Um. so from what I can see here the most favorable thing that has just changed in regard to any legal matter in your life at this time, and then I want to look at the actual transits here in a more detailed way. Is the planet Jupiter, which rules truth and by definition the law, um, is as we know moving to the sign of Aquarius. It's gonna skip into Pisces briefly here in May and June, but then back out again. But you know you're born with your your rising sign is is the very end of Aquarius, like twenty seven degrees. Right. And Jupiter entered that went over that degree on on, um, April 23rd and will remain in your first house now from April 23rd until August 19th. So when Jupiter's in the first house, Mm -hmm. the feeling is like the wind has suddenly turned around and it's no longer pushing back against me in my face. It's now behind me pushing me forward, upwards and outwards. And I feel I've got good fortune, good luck and good energy on my side right now. Now, the danger with that is okay. we, we become overly confident, like oh, I can do anything now. No, you can't. <laughs> but, but the good, but the good, news, right. but the good news is, yes, though there may have been reasons for obstacles and delays or frustrations in the recent past, where I was trying to finish up some old things but just couldn't get started or finish this other thing. Now things should move forward for the next few months, is what this would indicate.
0: And that would also be in. In business, Oh, business. Thing, yeah, right? I, mean, I would tell
1: anybody the, the the year before this would have been a year of planning and preparation and tying up loose ends and closing yeah. out old things and get clearing the decks for action, as it were, and then now Jupiter yeah. goes to is in that first house. But the, the the kicker is, it runs forward here. But on June twentieth, so you know, you yeah, know, what a day! On June twentieth, it, it which is your birthday, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there right. we go that's yeah. the day that Jupiter turns stationary retrograde which is a very powerful moment when a planet's mm-hmm. standing still of course they don't stand still that's just you know an optical illusion but it's reality for right. us here on earth um, and so it makes it very focused that day but it does mean Jupiter from that point onwards until it goes direct which isn't until October 18th means it's going backwards again and by August 19th Two months later it's back in your 12th house so that's the argument would be yes you can move forward right now for these next couple of months however you might find that things begin to get a little more sticky or something unusual happens from June 20th onwards and then requires you starting on August 19th to go back and deal with some of that background stuff again for a few months and then you Then Jupiter goes direct on October 18th and re-emerges into your first house and it's clear sailing again and no obstacles or wind in your face anymore starting on December 13th. So it's not like it's a completely all clear, okay. but it is all clear for the next couple of months and you should take advantage of it and not anticipate anything going wrong, okay. but just have to be, be, be patient as you move forward with whatever you're doing, okay? It's 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 a complicated that
0: virtue that I'm so acquainted with. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> It's good to have a sense of humor on Earth. Otherwise, you'd be crying all the time, as I like to think. So, um, okay. yeah, of course, um, you know, we have to laugh at ourselves and life and and comfort one another. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that that's yeah. that's the big news. That's the most important news at this time for you in, in regard to legal okay. things and things of that nature. Yeah. All right. Okay.
0: Thank you so much, Bill. Oh, it's great great talking
1: to you. Great. Okay. Okay, Alex. So I'll talk to you again. Right. Okay. Bye. Yep, absolutely. Bye. -bye. Bye. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Um, And here's someone. 530 is the area code. Um, You're on with Bill. 530, and the 550 is the next number. Hello? Hi, Hi. This is Annie. Who's this?
0: Um, my chart is um, four eight sixty five, and my last name's Nelson. Oh,
1: let me see. Did it put you under Nelson or Annie? <laughs> That's what I'm always stumped. Under my last a, name. Yeah, pr- probably under your last name. So then I've got to then I've got to change databases. This is like I've got all these. The, the program can no longer handle and for, and for years all the people I have. So I have to move them around, you know, it's like they don't fit in one database. Um, But I'm, oh, you're, you might just be in the blog talk database. Let me see. Uh, There you are. See, it was, I just skipped over you. Okay. I've got you now. What can I do for you?
0: Well, um, I'm going to, I'm finally leaving town after a few years and going for a class um, a spiritual class, and I leave tomorrow, and um, I'm super excited. I'm I think it's going to help me be of more service to others, and really work with this miracle energy that's on the planet, like really bringing magic into our lives, and oh, oh help lighten the mood. Okay. I guess. Okay. So there's something you said in the last half hour that really um, spoke to that for me. So anything that pops out to you, I'd be grateful.
1: Um, Let's see what's happening in your chart at this time, right? I mean, right now, um, the inner measure of time is always so important to me. That's the progressed moon. And it's in that sign of Leo, um, which it's been in now for about nine months, but it's about to make a shift in its position within the sign of Leo, moving from the first 10 degrees the second and those shifts those thirds are in it indicates shifts of energy that are important and you having your moon in cancer in the 10th house it's an angular moon you'll feel these shifts of the moon more than the next person might anyways the whole period while the moon's in leo from nine months ten months ago and for the next couple of years is a time where one is being asked to stretch oneself in terms of self-expression creativity and leadership in general to stretch oneself into a new role uh-huh. or act upon a new stage and in new ways on that stage this is what is called for to the extent i figured out who i am i need to put that am out there <laughs> i am that um, and that's what you're engaged in now and so this would be a time for stretching yourself but the first 10 degrees of the pure leo degrees which is when we're trying to figure out what is the stage or what is this role and what am i doing here the next 10 degrees the one you're entering into is the sagittarian 10 degrees of leo where it's all about oh what i'm trying to do or what i need to connect to now is the truth you know what do i believe what is my i take on science or philosophy or religion or what have you that explains all of this to me and that I want to bring out in my performances or leadership. So in terms of going for instruction, teaching, guidance, inspiration, study of any kind, this is what these next 10 months or so should be mostly about, exactly. So so that does mm. fit. Meanwhile, and just as the way it worked out in your chart, the planet Saturn is marching through the fifth house of your chart It's it began dancing into there during 2020, but it kept going back and forth from Aquarius to Capricorn and back again. So it didn't get in there to stay until December 2020. Now it's in there for the next three years. And when Saturn's in the fifth house, just like the moon progressing through the fifth sign, it says, "Okay, Annie, it's time to stretch yourself as a creator, as a leader, as a performer. It's also known as a house of education, leading oneself out from within. So this would be a time where I got to see if I can do this. Let me see if I can pull this off. Let me see if I can carry this out there into the world. Um, so for both reasons, the progress moon in Leo and the planet Saturn in the natural house of Leo, the fifth house, um, This, these are very positive indicators for anything that you might be doing that has its has its purpose um moving towards a a greater position or means towards self realization, creativity and leadership in my life at this time. Okay? Um yeah, that all that all Great. definitely resonates. And of course Jupiter's there too. Jupiter's also in Aquarius. It's also in your fifth house. So um it got in there in December twenty twenty and stays there till May of 2021, so right now it's about to shift for like that other person I just talked to. It's going to go in the sixth house in May, May 21st, then scoot back out on July 20th. So for these next two months from mid-May to mid-July, where Jupiter in the fifth house says grow, expand, stretch, the sixth house says time to heal, train, attune oneself, and heal will be major things to focus upon starting from mid-May to mid-June. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: And which which house do I have the most stuff going on oh, in, in general what your, in your this chart? Lifetime? Looks like
1: in, in in the natal chart. Okay, let me just look. Um, go back to that. And your most interesting or filled houses, as we would say, would be first the seventh house, the house of relationship and partnership, where you have your Sun, your Mercury, and your Venus. And that makes that a very complex a very complex and multi-layered oh, wow. experience. And the Sun and the Seventh House are people who are, are people people. They are working in counseling, relationships, public relations, sales, advocacy, often involved in trying to bridge differences and bring people together. Um, people are counselors and advisors. My son is there. Carl Jung had his son there. People who are therapists or counselors or advisors have their son there. But it can be a range of activities. But really, the focus... The center of one's life is relationship, uh, meaning the space of relation. It's not the other person per se. It's yeah. the nature and quality uh, of the relationship I have with one or any others. OK. Um, yeah. OK. It, 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 and it then the win. other most yeah, filled. I got it. And then the other most filled house yep, for you is the 12th house, because that's where you have the ruler of your sign, Mars, oh. and the planet Uranus and the planet Pluto all there together as well in what's called a stellium. That's three planets tightly placed together, just like your Sun, Mercury, and Venus are. And the 12th house is the house of um, spirituality, of sacrifice and selflessness and self transcendence. Um, and so you need time alone and apart to figure things out in this lifetime. Um, you need to go on spiritual quests and journeys in this lifetime. Um, and you would feel comfortable at times working behind the scenes rather than being out in the public eye all the time because you need it. Okay?
0: Oh, that helps me understand myself. Thank
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, I mean, there's a a need for balance. (laughs) Thank
0: you, Bill. You're a master. Okay,
1: thank you so much. Thank you, Annie. Be well, okay?
0: (laughs) Thank you. Be well.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, that was great. And let's talk to the next person, 202. You're on with Bill. Who's this? Hello? Hi,
0: Bill. It's Camilla. How are
1: you? Hi, Camilla. I know you sent me an email, thank you, beforehand. So I would know you might be calling in. So I took uh, the liberty that I might be able to get to you uh, and already loaded your, your chart in there. And you were calling or wanted to talk about someone new in your life right as i recall yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay calling them pretty young thing oh yeah, you, yeah okay that's that's right yeah, those were your words uh okay um why are they, are they that much younger than you let me see you're there you are and there they uh-huh. are oh yeah there's a bit of a difference there okay um so uh-huh. so yeah so you let we've talked about your chart let's just do a little on them and then we'll look at the the two charts together let's do that so um Get that loaded. Sweet. And okay, so they are, uh, as you may know, December twenty-eighth, they're a Capricorn. Um, but right away mm-hmm. it's very interesting because they're a Capricorn, but their moon is in the opposite sign of cancer. Um mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that means they're born at the full moon. Uh, And I often say about people born at the full moon, those are the people born with no excuses. I'm sort of joking. (laughs) But what I mean is that they have an implicit understanding about cause and effect, about action and reaction. Because being born at the full moon, they can see the Mm. consequences of things if they are paying attention um, and therefore have a greater capacity to take responsibility for their action and its consequence if they work with this energy. Um, But it also means, it it also means for the soul that given the two lights are opposite to each other, they've also presented in their own nature, but by circumstance in their relationship with their family, that they looked at their father and they looked at their mother and their, their experience was, boy, are people different. (laughs) <laughs> and, and me, you know, mm-hmm. like, look at look at my dad and look at that, that person mm-hmm. he is and what drives him in his nature and look at my mom and look at her nature. And boy, mm-hmm. it's so different. How how do people get along would be his question, you know, which is a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so he's trying to figure this out. Okay. How do we how do we close the gap? How do we bridge our differences? How do we accept our differences, but also find common ground is a big question for him um and and that mm. was he was deeply affected by his mother um and her struggles with her own yeah. happiness because he's born with the the moon yeah. at two degrees of cancer, and the other planet that indicates the mother, the Venus in his chart, is opposite now
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: something you have, Camilla. Your moon is opposite your Venus.
0: Ah, I was going to say, I can relate you to You should relate to
1: that. this. That my mom, from my mom, I saw that she had this need. I may not have understood what it was, but I knew she had this and she had that. And for whatever reason, she couldn't see a way to get both. So she had to give up something for something. Uh, and therefore, she was sad or mm-hmm, upset about mm-hmm. that or felt abandoned. So both you and this person mm-hmm. have dealt with the experience of the mother and her abandonment. OK, which mm. even though abandonment seems like it's happening outwardly, it's actually happening inwardly first in terms of our own letting go or giving up on being able to pull these things together. It may have been a fact that they couldn't have as a child in their own lives. But hopefully as adults, they find the way to to hold mm. it together, to bring it together. Um, so both, you, mm-hmm, both mm-hmm. you and this person would have Please. to say, I I cannot choose between these two things. I need to be the balance and the blending of both of them. Um, And for him, it's the Mm -hmm. challenge between being Capricorn, being serious and determined and and very reasonable and pragmatic and do what makes sense and follow what has been Mm -hmm. done before versus the moon saying, no, but you have to be spontaneous. You have to listen to your feelings. You have to Mm -hmm. be genuine in the moment, not do what you ought Mm -hmm. to do, but do what feels right also. Um, And that's the tension he has between Mm -hmm. doing what is proper, true, responsible, or, but then he might feel if I follow my feelings, things get messy, things get messed up. And, you know, and, um, but -hmm. that's because maybe Mm -hmm. I'm not so comfortable with that. So I have to work with that. Or maybe I'm always working my feelings and denying whatever. So it's like, he's got to find the balance there. Um, And this can not only affect Mm -hmm. his happiness and relationship but also it's going to affect his communications and his mind and even, and even his health, Mm. um, Mm. he's going to feel things. Mm. And because he doesn't understand how he can talk about them, he doesn't. Then he talks about what he thinks he can talk about, Mm. but it's not what he really needs or wants. And then people may give him what he he says he wants, Mm. but it's not really what he wants. And so he ends up being unhappy. And he ends mm. up, and he can end up, because is the, that the Mercury, Mercury opposing, opposing the, moon the moon means you moon, don't too? talk about what you're really feeling, and therefore people don't really know what you, what you need. Mm. And then what happens, if you really block it, you end up with headaches and stomach aches. And the real, and the real cause mm. is that you're, you need to talk about your feelings, especially when they're not making sense to you at first, because the only way to develop the language of feeling is to practice it. So he just needs to try, try to keep mm. trying to talk about it, trying to talk about it. Eventually, he'd become really good at it because he's worked at it. That's the gift of this. But if you, mm-hmm. if you turn away from oh, yeah, it, then okay. you see the problem is out there in other people. They're upset with me because I'm not meeting their needs. And I'm upset with them because they're not meeting my mm-hmm. needs. But it's because we don't have a good communication set up here. For seeing and meeting one another's needs is the real mm. source of it for him. Okay.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, it is. He, you know, he's he's a serious person. He, I mean, Capricorns are serious. They're born old, and then he's got his rulers. He's got no. Yeah, this is a person yeah. who was not his age when he was born. He was an old man oh no no he's clearly old yeah, clearly. and then and then he's got Saturn yeah. his ruler <laughs> rising those are people who are really old when they're like he was the kind of like like a child when he's three or four years old he's going up to adults like his parents are having a party and he's talking to the adult like you know he's an equal right <laughs> the, the adult's going the adult's going who is this kid yeah, this kid is amazing yeah, you know absolutely. um but yeah. in a way it can make a person you know right old when they're young but if they work on this they can be young when they're old Meaning they learned to let go of some of those yeah they let go of some insecurities mm, the and they learned to but in a way he would have felt as a child he would have felt like he was an ugly duckling and the and the, the reason is because yeah, he, I could he see was that. this man in this little body and it just didn't make sense and only when he grew up did he realize, <laughs> hey, I'm not a duck, I'm a swan. <laughs> and then he would be be okay, right? He'd be okay. Yeah. Now this is the old yeah, he So it's good to be older for him because now it's gonna feel more natural to what he was experiencing mm. as a little man in a but in a little body, you know. Um it was it was it was, it was confusing. Yeah, it was confusing.
0: Oh yeah. Um
1: so, yeah, so that's, that's interesting. Um, and Super interesting. Yeah, and that, so again, Capricorns and Pisces get along fairly well because it's earth and water sign. So there's that going for the relationship. So you have that linkage mm-hmm. here for the two of you. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. you have Sagittarius rising. So your approach to life is to be as straightforward and direct as you can be to tell it like it is. And he does have Mm -hmm. Aquarius rising, which means he can be, in his true nature, a gregarious and open person who enjoys friendship and companionship. (laughs) He enjoys that. And and friends are everything to him with his son in the 11th house and Aquarius rising. But it also means he's also independent, you know. So it's kind of an interesting mix. Mm -hmm. Like he's very Mm -hmm. able to socialize and get along with people, but he also needs his space, too. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and it, Wow, you're really well, good. Well no, this is just it's what the chart shows, um, his basic nature here. Um yeah. No, it it looks uh mm-hmm. let's just see what's going on in his chart. Um ninety.
0: It's funny what you said about the parents too. He's actually estranged um from both yeah. of them. Um it, he said they they were toxic. Yeah. Um his father sounds like he was
1: Abusive, well, well, pretty he much. The, the and, difficulty. Um, he, he, he said like the last
0: straw was when he was about to hit his sister or well, something like fa- Well, with
1: the, with the father, the Saturn inch chart, which is one of the elements ruling the father energies, is squaring his Pluto, which is the planet of the willpower and control. 60 seconds. And that means he would have seen his mm. father abusing the authority of being the father. That was the crime. Yep. That's the spiritual That's crime you saw his father committing. And that crime is everything's forgivable Mm -hmm. but it's when you're in it it's it's unforgivable because you had you have the power and you abuse the power like hitting a child like what are you doing yeah so that that would really and and with the mother um maybe it's the feeling that he was abandoned uh, by her because she didn't stop this from happening you know
0: i think that's what it is um she kind of i guess it sounds like sided with him or whatever. But I said, maybe she wasn't. Maybe she knew what
1: that. was going to happen if she tried to you know? step in. She, she was also ter- terrified. Maybe, right. You know? And so um, what Ten are you going to do? Seconds, I mean, obviously right. you get the kids and get out of there, but you know, that's not, that's easy for someone to say. It's very yeah. hard for those who are terrified to even think of doing. Um, Anyways. Yeah. For well, anyways, it was great. Great hearing from you, Camilla and just stay in touch and we'll see how it goes. Okay. <laughs> Okay. 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 Take care. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. That's the episode. So I'll sign off for now, but I'll hopefully see you all next week or the week after. And do tune in if you want to, to that uh, Illumination Summit, which begins on Sunday, uh, I mean, on tomorrow, May 3rd, Monday, and runs for about two weeks. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye for now.